Welcome back to the Flicks Forum podcast with Jesse Heater and MJ. In this week's episode, we'll be discussing Netflix's 16th film, the 2016 Spanish drama film Seven Años, or Seven Years, directed by Roger Gual, starring Juana Acosta and Alex Brendamool. Good afternoon, boys. G'day, boys. Very good on your pronunciations there, Jesse. I'm uh, really impressed. I'm not going to lie. This, I use this little thing and it sounds like this. Años. Oh, look at that. <laughs> that helped. Años. That was good. That, that was, was very good. Very well, yeah. I noticed you only decided to name two cast members. Yeah. You want to keep... You there was, <laughs> there's so many more names that, that you yeah, could do. There are do. a few more, um, and I've probably said more in our um, last episode, but yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to press the stage too much. There's basically only five actors in this film. You could, could have, have named them all. <laughs> Fair point. Uh, Your pronunciation was very good, though. Pronunciation. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... Welcome back. We're going to go around the table quickly and um, we'll go through our fast flicks where each of us are going to do a quick 30 second summary or less of the film because I think mine will definitely be under 30 seconds um, with this one. Cool. MJ, I'm going to start with you today. Let's, Let's do, do it. Let's do it. Fast flicks. Um, a story told within the time frame of an afternoon and evening of four company owners being investigated for money laundering and trying to decide which of them needs to take the fall. An engaging conversational based narrative that takes various twists and turns as we learn more and more about each character, their relationships, and discover how far they'll go to avoid seven years in prison. Nice. That's almost as long as the film. It was long, wasn't it? Yeah. (laughs) It's the first time I've read it out loud. (laughs) Hita, what do you think? All right. So, four business partners learn that they are about to be caught for tax fraud. To save the company and the other three, one must take the blame and go to prison for seven years. They bring in a mediator, and over the course of the night, decide who will take the fall. Oh, um, these are really good detailed um, descriptions. You also have to uh, say take the fall, because we both said take the fall. So. <laughs> well, well, we'll see how we go. <laughs> so, I've gone with a group of four business partners, hire a mediator to help them decide who should take the fall yes. <laughs> for their tax evasions. What will be revealed about each participant, and who will be chosen? Chosen. 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 <laughs> Mine's a lot shorter, but that was. Um, we're all on the same page again. Well, I guess we watched the watch the same, same movie. movie. We probably always should be. I would have thought. <laughs> Seriously, this was such a fascinating concept. This was. Uh, it's a great premise for a movie, isn't it? It, like, it? It's so good. I think I paused it like seven minutes in when I realised what the concept was going to be about because I was just like, oh my goodness, this is such a cool... Co-. And I told my wife and I'm just like, guess what's happening in this movie? It's a really good concept. I don't know what's going to happen, but I think this is yeah. this is what the concept is. It's just awesome. I loved it. Yeah. I, it, it was great. It was. It was good. Um, it's great and concept. I think as we get into a, a bit of the, the heart of the film, we're yep. probably going to... Um, I think this is a, a film where we're going to have a lot to talk about the characters. Massively. In, because, and that's, what, that's what the film was about, really, yeah. yeah. Character film. Yeah. Um, mm. So... I found a little bit about this film. I found this nice little um, interview with the director, um, um, Roger Gual, um, and he said, by sheer chance, Christian, his producer, told him that he knew Netflix was looking for a project that was relatively low cost and that he thought this film could fit the bill. So he sent um, them the script and he got a positive response. And he went on to say that, you know, TV channels and producers usually make suggestions about who should be in the film, and um, in this case, you know, he suggested the lineup, they approved it, and they started to shoot. So I think that fits in pretty well with most of these films. This that is covered. coming back again and again, isn't it? And it's got—it's obviously a deliberate choice by Netflix um, to try and stamp themselves as a legitimate studio. Um, and I think they just get to a point where directors want to work with them because they can do what they want they to want do to and do. how they do it. Yeah. And, I mean, it's obviously 
we're obviously doing this in you know 2019 now from films back in 2016 but it's taken off really well they're such a successful bona fide studio and the way they started off was was really smart yeah they're given so much freedom to these filmmakers where other studios wouldn't so they're going to have people that want to make films with netflix because they know they're going to just give them the money and just allow them to do to, yeah. to, to, to be creative and do exactly what they want to do which yeah. is great and you attract good people good filmmakers yeah. good actors good everything yeah. Um, what do we think about the, the title of the film? Like, seven years. Oh, it's good. It, it's the core of the film, I guess, is yeah. pretty much so. It's sweet and to the point, yeah. Did you notice that um, during the opening opening sequence or opening scene, there was dialogue that said something along the lines of, um, when they find out, that, you know, that the two guys, Lewis and Carlos, rock up, and they're like, you know, how much are we going to have to pay? And he's like, it could be worse than that, you know could be jail time and the line said how long could we get and the next thing the title okay. sequence said yeah. seven, seven years. years and I really liked that the title sequence as well like the it had like the grey lead or the the, the sort of um, sketches yeah. of like mm. all these sorts of um, little um, you know um, cool drawings they're like lavish things they're all like expensive sort of things I sort of gave you that insight into they've got a lot of cash mm. and then like it had those red and there's the red and blue contrasting and it was like the numbers and the graphs and the I thought that was a good lead into to where we were going um, with this film. Yeah, yeah the yeah, first good. Yeah, mm. this film. I was yeah, I was hooked from the start with this. It was hard to find any sort of critical consensus or um, feedback on this film. Didn't really see the, much at all. No kind of reviews or anything. Two really. reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. <clears throat> that was it. Yeah. Only two, and they're both positive, which is good. Um, but yeah, like. I feel like there's not a lot of people that possibly have seen this. Yeah, film. it had a, a three point two out of five on Letterboxd, but again, that wasn't from from very many ratings. Eight hundred and fifty ratings, though, which is you know better than anything we've found on Rotten Tomatoes yeah. or anything. It's still a pretty robust number yeah. to yeah. get to get a gauge. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I can say the um the the writer. Well, I apologise because my pronunciation is not as good as Jesse's. <laughs> Jose Cabeza, first and only writing credit. He needs to get out and do more work because this was this was, was very good script. writing. The so script, the script was really good. It was really good. So yeah, that, that, that was his first time writing a movie. So he's done a great job first up. And wasn't Jose the name of the mediator? Yes, it was. It was. Yeah. So he got he slipped, go. he yeah. his name in there slipped somewhere. In his name. Yeah. So um, obviously it's a, a Spanish language film, um, filmed in Spain. Yeah, Madrid. 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 Yeah, Madrid. Yeah. Good. Um, not that it really matters it's yeah. interior the whole time yeah, in, so, and in, you know, Spanish is warehouse. one of the biggest languages in the world so it definitely has like a, a huge market for Netflix yeah. um, had the worldwide release straight on Netflix so it didn't hit any cinemas in any Spanish speaking <laughs> countries to start off with um, 28th of October 2016 this film reminded me of a couple of things it, has anyone seen 12 Angry Men yes yes this reminded me of 12 Angry Men. Yes, it did for me too. Massively. Like, I'm, I, we started watching the film and once they all get around that table and I was like... It's, it's a pretty similar premise. I mean... Massive premise. B- both films are about this group of people who are sitting around a table pretty much the entire movie is just them talking and interacting. Yeah, and um, obviously it's a, 12 Angry Men's a courtroom drama and about a crime as well and different sort of crime, but... Definitely reminded me, but this this was like sort of a mix between Cluedo as well because you're trying to work out who's done what and why <laughs> have they done what, and I really really like that. I thought that was good. Slow reveal of all the characters, mm. like you know, it was a, it was, you, you learn more and more about the characters as time goes on, right? But yeah. I think 
within the first five minutes, you still felt like you knew so much about them all. Yeah. Very quickly, they set up into their own little personas. You knew exactly the what they stood for. What they were. It was so well done. And that's and that's a combination of the actors, the writing, and also the directing, direction as well. And like, yeah, like you said, they set it up straight away. Like you had um, the opening scene where um, Marcel's in that room playing the foosball, foosball, foosball. The, the soccer on the table. And, the camera work straight away was amazing because it was like the camera went behind this wire cage. I don't know if you remember. And it was like, there was like a, a barbed wire sort of cage and it was like straight away, this guy's trapped. Mm-hmm. He's, he's locked in and then that led on for the whole film. They were all trapped. They're all mm-hmm. stuck in this location and, and you know, straight away you see him in a suit and you're like every other character that comes through the door, none of them were dressed like that. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it, it started off like that, that character development and then you see um, the Lewis and Carlos walking down the street and already straight away, Carlos is having a go at Lewis, not knowing how to act yeah, with yeah. girls. Like it's yeah. like, okay, we're learning about these people. This guy's an alpha. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you already see yeah that that relationship between. I even them. like the fact that Vero or Veronica, let's call it Vero for the purpose of this, because that's what they called her for most of the film. Yeah, she rolls in late as well. She's the last one there, and then you find out she's the one who's most detached to the company now, yeah. and just little things like that. You, you find out without even thinking about it, you, you know about these characters. And yeah, and you know as they walk through the door the first thing lewis does is he picks up a cigarette and it's like that that smoking thing leads to conflict throughout and some good lines which we'll probably talk about later on as well as we go so i guess look we need to talk about his characters a little bit we'll start off with uh, this is going to be meaty so that, that food that foosball shot that carlos had i think they played foosball for about 10 seconds yeah. that was yeah. a cracking shot good, like, real good shot do you real wonder how many takes that took yeah i was watching that thinking how good that, is that that is a great <laughs> shot but also that that leads to his character development straight away because yeah. it tells you he's aggressive he's straight into it and he's, yeah. he's in for the win straight away every single time and we see that throughout the film as well Brilliant. Did you recognise Carlos from anything? I, I did, and I had to... That was, we're probably getting into the IMDb. Oh, sorry. Let's not ruin our IMDb. We can do it. We'll do it. So straight away, I was like, yep, I remember Carlos. Hey, tell me, where's Carlos from? Narcos. Narcos, yeah. So um, I knew I knew him from somewhere, and I couldn't mm-hmm. remember what it was. But yeah, um, Narcos, he plays uh, Gustavo. I'm pretty sure. He's in... He, I, I wasn't sure who he is. He's in one of... He's one of the guys in Polo Escobar's kind yep. of little group. Anyone else use him while we're on IMDb? No, I didn't. No. I, didn't. I didn't know. I wasn't expecting. Uh, yeah, I was. Well. I, I was too kind of just in fix on the movie, yeah. and also because um, I think we spoke off camera about this. I don't watch as many kind of international films as you, so I, I, I felt I don't want to go on my phone because then I'll miss like the dialogue on the screen. Yeah. I'll, I'll miss something, so I'll Definitely just. Do. The phone was away, and I was like, "No, nah, I'm, I'm not looking at this." I, I was in fix the. the Even whole if you movie. watch more international films, you don't pick up the language. Yeah. To not, uh, to not <laughs> be and, able to look down. Mm-hmm. And go, oh, I've watched enough Spanish and, films. And I know what they're saying. This was a tricky one because. It was a short film, but it probably went for length because I was constantly stopping, starting, trying to put my thoughts together as as the film was going. Um, yeah, it was. I was actually appeal. I found that really appealing that it was short. Like, so after like the first act, about twenty minutes, and that was kind of when they went out and had that first smoke break, and I was completely engrossed already. And I think I was. I enjoyed the fact more that I'm like, there's only an hour left. Like, I know this is not just going to yeah, yeah. peter out into something it's gonna rubbish. Yeah, yeah. And that, that was really appealing. It was a perfect length, yeah. I thought. It was really well paced. Like, they didn't, I guess because they didn't have that much time, they didn't waste, like, a minute of it. Yeah. Like, it was all really good and I, I wouldn't have thought you could, you, you need to, to add in even anything more if you wanted to, you know, extend it to, like, a 90-minute movie. I, I don't feel like I missed out on anything. But I just enjoyed oh, knowing that as well. Like, yeah. when you watch a movie nowadays at home, you know how long it is. Everyone knows how long it is. Yeah. You, don't, you don't put on a movie without knowing how long it is. But, like, saying that, the first 15, 20 minutes was tough because it was heavy in dialogue. Like, I, I still enjoyed it, but 
it wasn't in English. So for me, like I was just, I think I was focusing more on the subtitles to pick up on every um, piece of dialogue. Yeah, like, yeah. What does it mean rather than focusing on what I was seeing as well. But yeah, it was so engaging that yes, it was, there was a lot that transpired in that time, but it didn't feel like hard work because you were just like, tell me more, I need more, give me more, yeah. give me more. So let's talk a little bit about the, the characters. I, I don't know whether I read this or I thought this, but I felt like they were like onions. Onions? Onions. Like years? I got layers. Layers, layers. <laughs> exactly. It's like you, what about cake? It's like you're peeling off a layer each time. Everyone loves parfait. <laughs> every, it was like, yeah, you're peeling off a, a layer of this onion every time. Um, you, or every time a character says something pretty much or, or their actions, mm. um, which I thought was really good. Any characters or anything that you want to talk about specifically? Because there's heaps to you your, talk To about. your point, though, they did that. I love the fact that, that they developed in that way the more desperate they got. So the more as time went on, they revealed more about themselves yeah. because they were more desperate about protecting themselves or getting to a resolution that didn't involve them going to jail. It, it didn't show their true colours, really, as it, as it went on. It, it didn't, they weren't necessarily revealing more about themselves. They were trying to reveal more about other people. Which in turn about how they feel about themselves. Yeah, I mean, more about how, how they wanted how everyone often, else to How often to did you feel. see Lewis throw anyone under the bus? Yeah. Like, Carlos started doing it and then Marcel kind of played the whole... But he played the whole, like, no, no, this is what's right for the company. I'm really mm, cool, yeah. I'm really calm, really collected. Um, but then he would sort of start to throw Carlos under the bus, yeah. acting like it was all right. And even like um, Vero, just trying to cover her own ass, mm. would do the same thing. And that's what was so good about it. To show, yeah, to the point where they all get, all right, th- this could end bad for me and go to jail. Yeah. I've got to make sure I'm not the one. It was all about their self, self deprivation like making sure that they, they mm. protected their own, um, their own selves. Yeah. I, we, we focused a lot on on these four main characters. But the mediator was good. Yeah, Jose. I want to talk about Jose. Good. It's great. So the, f- the first scene we, we see Jose, so he knocks on the door and they all um, freak out a bit because they think it's the IRS yeah. coming up to mm. look him. And he opens the door and the first thing he does is he asks for money for the taxi. Yeah. That, that's the first thing you get from him. He's like, okay, this guy is a little bit of a cheapskate. And then... But he apologised. He's like, I'm oh, sorry, I took the taxi because I couldn't yeah. get a train yep. or bus and he, or whatever. And he but willingly wants to give the change wants back. To wants change, to give the yeah. change back. But then as soon as they sit down and, and they give him this deal, like, here's some money if you do this. And he's like, sure, I'm in. Like, yeah. no worries. So, mm. yeah, I thought it was really interesting with him. With um, I, th- I think he also he al- he also thought he was being overpaid as well. He, I think he, he said that. Thing where he's like, yeah, yeah. So it's a so bit too much money than I'd charge. Yeah. He also, when he was asked at the end... When Lewis said, "Would you go to jail for seven years for yeah. thirty million? He was like, "I'd go for less. A, a lot less." Yeah. He's a bloke who's clearly in his fifties. He, he, he was really good though. I really loved when I think the first time he was going to get up and walk out because they weren't being respectful of each other. He didn't say a word. Just stood up, put on his jacket, and just started walking out. Like, no, I'm, I'm not doing this. I, I, I really like that. The thing that, that got me with was him good. was the story he told about the orange. And just the, the calmness in which he told the story. That was, was a good. But that automatically, because I sit there and go, oh, what's a mediator going to do? How, what, how are they going to get something out of this, really? But he told that story um, and the way that he kind of like flexed his intellectual muscle throughout that, you were like, this guy's actually yeah. going to have an impact on what they're saying. And he I, just won, he won them over and he won the audience over. I think the same well. as you. I was really... Cr- um, curious as to yeah how they could get a mediator to kind of this is a big thing like one person going to jail for seven years like how do you just get yeah. someone in here to help you decide that but yes yeah, after his kind of yeah first scene it was like wow this this guy's good mm. you can see why they got a mini one other like 
so I want to talk about Carlos quickly. Yeah. Because I think I think he was the cockiest out of all of them. Yeah, and he definitely was. was. He was a jerk. He was. Yeah. Okay. He was, a, he was a bit of a jerk. I he was a jerk. I liked that at multiple times throughout. He, I think he told everyone except Lewis that he could do whatever they were doing better than they could do it. Yes. And I thought that even though that was maybe like a little bit of repetition, I thought that was really well done. I thought that was that was a good way of you know just constantly throughout the film defining this guy as a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> he was, and I you very dis, you very quickly dislike him, but. You're supposed to as well. Yeah, but I kind of... I enjoyed the fact that he was the one guy who was happy to call out everyone on their bullshit. And he, I think he was the first one to realise the stakes. Everyone else was playing sort of happy family for a little bit and it was him who was just like, I can do your job better than you. I'm calling you out. You know, you cheated with your wife and I took the fall. I do this. And he was the first one to realise, hang on, I'm... I, th- I think that's also because I think maybe he maybe started to realise that, that it was going to be leading towards him sure. as, as being the one. So he, he was the first one to get on the front foot and make sure, hey, this, this isn't going to be me. But by the end of it, everyone acted the same way as he did. Yeah. He just oh, did yeah. it first. Yeah. But I liked that they had that little underlying thing where he was happy to take the fall for his boss. Like he, he still had this inner quality that he was, he still had some good parts to him. He did, that yeah, was you're great. Right. That, yeah. I, I really liked that to show, I guess, <clears> kind of, yeah, like he, yeah. he could take and, it. And there him. was a scene um, towards the end of the film where... Um, Vera and um, Marcella as having an argument, which we'll probably talk about a bit later on. But um, I liked the way, like the way the camera, and I'll probably talk about this a lot because I loved the way the camera worked in this film. The camera literally was like the camera work was amazing. But he was like standing, the way he was standing and the way he was framed, it was like he was there supporting Vera over Marcel, and it was just really well done. Like I just liked that. You know, that was him showing his good side again, mm. even though verbally maybe not so much. Yeah, he definitely had it in him all the time. Yeah, he definitely had good qualities. And he was definitely a team player as well. But he realized the stakes real quickly. Mm. Yeah. Are there any other characters that you would like to want to talk about? I think we have to talk about them all at some point. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like I've got <clears throat> I've got standout scenes with each of the characters. Um and I didn't want to just retell like I feel like this is the sort of film where if you look at each character you might just retell their story. And I didn't yeah. I didn't really I don't know. It's it's a tricky <laughs> one because so we we've spoken about Carlos. I think, see, Marcel, for me, yep. I automatically liked him. Um, and I don't know if that's something safe I found about him or something almost relatable and, you know, he knew what he was doing. He, was, he felt really in control and he felt really measured initially. Um, and I was like, this, is, this guy's all right. This guy's going to make the right decision no matter what. And I loved how quickly he turned when... Um, his desperation for staying out of jail combined with covering up his infidelities and probably the main one, staying in control of the business. Staying um, in control was the big one. Huge. Wasn't cra- he absolutely cracked it when it was something like, I'm going to lose my share. Like my, the, the ownership the of the 50. business, yeah. Um, um, yeah. I very quickly disliked him. And it, oh, it, yeah. it turned really quickly, but it was so justified. Yeah. It, it was a fascinating and your opinion character. of him just changes just like that in a second. Yeah. Like, it was just, oh no, I don't like you. And yeah, he's a snake. They set that up like that, that trust in him straight away. So we spoke before he had the suit on at the start and there was the scene where everyone's arriving and Lewis is sort of on the couch saying, get me a beer, get me a beer. Mm-hmm. And he plays that like, and Lewis has a go to him. He goes, you're not my father because he's taken on this role. Like he's, he's, he's caring for everyone. Yeah. Like he's mm-hmm. like, no, no, you've had enough. Yeah. No, no more alcohol for have you. Some water. So within the first couple of minutes, you're like, oh, this guy cares for everyone. He wants to look out for everyone. Whereas as the film develops, you obviously know that 
he's got ulterior, ulterior and that's why when Carlos quickly comes comes away is like this brash you know he's the one who's not going to play by the rules and he's not going to fall into line it's it's Marcel who's the one that calls him out mm. and it's Marcel who goes to Vero and says don't worry it's not going to be you like you feel like this this is the guy he, at the end of the day they got a media at him but, but Marcel is going to make the decision that's, yeah. that's how you felt that's the whole time kind of thought, but yeah, you felt like he was to fit him. to make the decision too mm. like yeah. this guy's this guy's the right man to make the call yeah yeah. but they, they so initially right I always thought that him and Vero I'm like there's something there I thought that from the very start which is, you know, really, really smart the way they set that up. Yeah, they did that. The, she walks through the door and he made an apology about not making some wedding or something like that. Yeah. So he knew that they had... There's something. If, yeah, if they're close enough to go to a wedding together or whatever it is. And then he made that comment about um, his wife was doing the show or something. And he's like, my wife wants you to come along. So obviously she's in that inner circle. There's a friendship. Yeah. Mm. But then when you find out that they had a fling, I was like, bang, like... I think every audience member would have been like, I knew that, which is exactly yeah. what you want as a director. Yeah. You've planted the seed and you've let it, you've shown it grow. Um, and they set that up really well because you eventually, because as I said at the start, when he's like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to make sure that you don't go. I'm like, there's something there between these yeah. two. And then the fact that there obviously was, which you know, led to his demise really, um, was, was very clever and very, very smartly done. Yeah. I guess because yeah, he, he thought it was a secret still. He thought the other guys didn't, didn't but, know. Uh, it's tricky because Carlos has, def- has hidden it for him. She's defended like yeah. hidden it for him. Lewis doesn't know how to interact with <laughs> yeah. girls. So yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, what's going on? <laughs> so everyone in the room knows about what he's like as a real person. Yeah. yeah. Well, he had obviously he had another infidelity with um they made another one. Yeah. Like, yeah. The intern, yeah. 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 So that was yeah. But that's the thing, they drip-fed that about him. Like, mm. okay, And then when you hear that, you're like, this guy's a bit of a jerk, cheats on his wife, not a mm. great guy. And then that was enough for you to see his demise and believe it. You'd mm-hmm. be like, this guy is actually a pretty bad dude. He puts up a great front. Everyone knows people like that. You can see it. They put up that really cool exterior, mm. but beneath them, they're scrambling. And, and that was what was so good about him as a character. All right. Who have we missed? <laughs> Lewis? Lewis. Lewis. He was my favourite. I think he was yeah. everyone's favourite. Was he yours? Should have been. No, it wasn't yours, Jesse. It's I love him. Tell me why, why was Lewis your favourite? Tell us. I just... I could write to him. Like, as kind of that... Maybe he was, he was a bit more quieter kind of guy. Can't just talk to girls. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I got no idea. I'm glad all, all you boys are boys here, so we're <laughs> talking to this. But I just really loved, um, I guess, also how um, he didn't want to send anyone to prison like think, he yeah. was the one that was he had the most compassion um it seemed like yeah like i think everyone else c- could have lived with someone else going to jail except he couldn't have done that they set him up um, as the one character mm, that had good morals yeah i and i also well, one of my one of my favorite um parts of the movie was when um they were doing the chessboard and doing like the pros and cons and then it's revealed how he goes and sees Carlos's father more than he does because obviously, like, I think he said, you know, he spent heaps of Christmases with them. Obviously, like, they, they were friends growing up yeah. and he's he's constantly going to see his father. Like, he, he knew the nurse's name and things like yeah. that. That just, yeah, really, really, really liked that. About they him. definitely set him up as, he's a kind of, he's a moral compass and he's the one that you root for the most. And mm. I got to the point where when he was going to be the one going to jail, I was like, if he's okay with it, I'm okay with it. Because of the deal he'd struck. Mm. I'm like, if he's okay with this, I don't mind this. I, I think they did that really well as well because I wasn't really thinking about the end result too much. But then your mind does wonder, like, 
who's someone's going to go to jail and who's it going to be and who's the right mm. person? Like, I, there was no answer. And when it was Carlos in those circumstances, I was like, okay, you know, I like the fact that he had that fight about him to try and get fifty one percent of the business, um, and he felt really comfortable with the decision to go. And I was like, okay, this sits okay with me. But I do think he was the one that we were supposed to like because he sets that moral compass. And probably later when we get into themes, one of the main things being, um, you know, looking after yourself or having mm. that moral awareness. And I think he's that one that tells the story of having it. So yeah, to start off with, he was the one that sort of, I was off with at the start straight away. Like, cause I was like- Cause he got drunk? Yeah. I was like, oh, is this guy an alcoholic? Mm-hmm. He smokes, he drinks- He's not um, professional, maybe. Yeah, not not as professional as these guys. Yeah, he got angry early as well when got, they wouldn't yeah. get him a beer. And yeah, and a bit disruptive. Know, he was like the one that was sort of saying the least at the start. I'm like, well, how much stake does he actually have in this sort of stuff? He's, I was like thinking the whole time, maybe he's going to, you know, do something that sort of screws them all over a little bit. So, I yeah, I didn't, I don't know, throughout the film, I didn't really relate with him that much. But where they, were, they were all ready to go to war on this, and he was just like... I just want you to do a draw. Like, I don't want to go into this. Yeah. Let's just, you know, he, you want to torture him. Which is also because he didn't want to be responsible for sending someone else Definitely. to prison. That way, it's completely random. He's got no say in it. The chips fall. and yeah, That does my head in. It's like watching Survivor <laughs> and they draw the <laughs> draw, draw to work out who's going to go home. It's like, oh. But in this sense, it comes from a, a clear conscience and a strong moral compass. Yeah, good. All right, so um, do we talk about Vera? Vera? No, we didn't. Not really. Mm-hmm. So, what, what do we think about her? I, I found her an interesting character, to be honest. Well, she was the most disconnected. Yeah. Um, but the fact that it was her idea in the first place, she was smart, she was ambitious, she was clearly a fighter. I love it when yeah. she fired up about the women's prison. Mm-hmm. That's when you got a sense that, like, this is everything. That scene herself. was great. Her big, like, like, when she was explaining to Carlos, like, yeah. why, that was great. And I was like, even prior to that, she made comment about, you know, she's put so much into this work that, you know, her sister lives in Shanghai and came and visited for three days and she had to tell her on the taxi on the way home that, mm. yeah, like, so, yeah, I, I felt like she was in that, that middle sort of range of... Um, yeah. But then it was also her idea. Like, she's the one that kind of got him into this I love situation. that when, when Carlos is going to bring that up to the mediator. Mm. Like we talked about this, it's not important. And he's like, I think it's important. Yeah. And the media's like, nah, tell me everything, tell me everything. It's like, oh, it was her idea. I'm like, how is that not important? That, that is absolutely <laughs> important. One of the most I, crucial things. I never felt like they were going to pick her. I, I didn't either. I feel mm. like, I felt like, yeah, Maybe because Marcel said at the start it wasn't going to be him. And I'm so like, I had that idea, there's three guys, they might gang up on the one girl and be like, yeah. no, you go. I never thought, yeah, I, I never thought it would be They her. towed that line with yeah. the prison thing. And yeah, that was yeah, that as far as it got. All right. Move on a little bit, I guess. Yeah. The the director, I haven't seen any of his other work. Me neither. He's no, um. Ditto. He's. I think this was his fourth feature film. He's got a few t- t- TV, TV and, and, yeah. and, and film. A lot of lot of TV, um, like Spanish TV. Um, was his fourth feature. Um, and in an interview I read, he said, you know, his third film was probably the the one that went for an English audience the most. Um, but his other ones and this one, he's like, you know, directly for for a Spanish audience. So. That was good. The next one, the next thing I reckon is interesting. Like, could you think of any other actors or if they made a remake of this in English? I was thinking that while yeah. I was watching it. What, 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 who could you place in this? Because I, I reckon that this would work awesome on the stage. Like, as, yeah. a, as a play. Absolutely. Like, yeah. Well, they, pay, don't leave, pay, they don't leave the room. Yeah, like, so yeah. You, you could set this up perfectly as a, as a stage show, um, which I think it could work just as well as a film did Great as well. Um, 
Has anyone got? Did anyone come up with any ulterior cut? Oh, okay, I, I wasn't out. thinking of it, but I'll, I'll quickly think now. Have I'm you got all, some ideas? So I've got, I've gone real um real left of center. I don't know why I came up with this, but I was just like in my head, I was like, oh, this would work perfectly. Um, sorry for anyone that's not Australian and has no idea what I'm talking about, but I've gone. <laughs> the cast of Blue Healers would work really well <laughs> as this. So you you got Lisa McCune <laughs> as Veronica. You'd have Martin Sachs as Carlo. Yep. John Wood as uh, Marcel and then Damien Walsh-Howling as Lewis. I was like, you could have put them all back together on stage together. I can absolutely see that. Now that you say that, I can... <laughs> I, I cannot see that. <laughs> I can absolutely see that. I'm like, you could you could put the cast of... Get, get the cast of Blue Heels back together and put them, put them, tour them around Australia and... Um, Here I am two. thinking, like, how good Ryan Gosling could be in this. Where's Jonesy? they got to have Jonesy yeah. in there. Yeah. Maybe Jonesy could be the mediator. <laughs> I don't know. I just, John Wood, the mediator. True. Yeah. I didn't even think of um, Jose. I feel. I feel like he 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 had to be Marcel though. I can't. See. Yeah, I can't. I can't see. Well, well me and Jesse will make this. Marcel, he could be the older sort of dude who's. Yeah. Happy. Oh, anyway. oh. I just, oh, we could cast that right now. So. I like it. I like it, Jesse. <laughs> I feel like Marcel looked like a, an older version of the young guy from Hereditary. I kept thinking that throughout the film. Huh. No. Yeah. <laughs> he reminded me of a guy from Crossing Lines, which I don't think you wouldn't have seen. It was a good TV show. He was. I hope your question of the week is: Can you name a cast for the for the remake? Well, we can we can show? add that to our social. Because I'm going to think about this. That's a great question. <laughs> I think it's a good Have question. you got some thoughts? On no, yours? well, not until I'm just not trying to think about it now. Right, we, uh, we might come back to that towards the end if we um, we can add that in as a question. Yeah, that we can ask. That's fine because this 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 movie absolutely lends itself a to be remade. Oh, English, it could definitely be remade. And B here, to yeah. be a, to be a stage show. Yeah, absolutely, definitely. Yeah. Um, what's like we've spoken about a lot of stuff we liked already. Yeah. What are some other things that we liked about this film? I, I, I a lot of other things that I liked. I I really loved um, the the end part talking about the money and you know how, how much money is seven years worth and you know go I think he, he offers him twenty and Lewis um, says oh I would have thought fifteen oh yeah twenty what about thirty you know <laughs> and and then it, it turns to the shares I, I really enjoyed that that conversation of them of them I guess talking deciding you know how much is seven years worth to you how much. How much is it worth? It's a, yeah, it's a tricky question. Oh, it's a massive question. But you question. know what? That was so good about this movie as a whole. Every little decision that's made as an audience member, you're thinking, what would I do? Like, oh, what if I was in this situation? Exactly. What if I had this dirt on me? How would I react? And that was the clear one. Like, how much yeah. is it for me? Like, how much would it be worth? Yeah. Whew, it's a that's tough cool. question. Oh, I feel like we might be hinting on another question of the week. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that might have been yours because I've got a couple of other questions and I'm too, like, though. I don't want to include this one because I feel like Jesse will have that as our question of the week. We're going to have to do a question every day on social this week. <laughs> I know, we, we've got so many <laughs> Too many questions. Um, so I think I mentioned before, I really liked the camera work throughout yeah. this film. I thought that the, the constant following of the characters and the dialogue so you could see the positioning of everyone else around the table, I thought that was really, really good. Um, and I felt like the music throughout matched up perfectly with what we were seeing. Um, you know, the, the in particular, there's like the scene where uh, Marcel is worried or he's on the phone. Um, do we really know? Who is the girl who's talking on the phone? I'm assuming she's like part of their part legal of the department or something. Yeah. And she's obviously not in a, having a cut of... Um, is this... Doing. Natalie, Natalia, Natalia, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think I think she was their lawyer. Yeah, lawyer, yeah. yeah. Um, and she's on the phone telling him, you know, the IRS, the IRS are going to be at your place. Yeah, any minute, sort of thing. And I liked, you know, the, the tempo picked up. Yeah, the that rush. was good. Yeah, we've got yeah. to get this decided yeah. now. Space change, space mm. change. Yeah, that was really good. Um, so I thought that was cool. A scene that I thought was like I had a bit of a giggle where um they're talking about this um cryptograph sort of thing and Carlos um it's like he explains it's a portable safe with all this data and then in the subtitles they're speaking Spanish and in the subtitles it goes he says you know. 
explain it in plain English. <laughs> yeah, I did notice that. I did notice that. <laughs> that, was, that was hilarious. It's like, yeah. why don't you say, oh, explain it in, in plain, plain Spanish? Spanish yeah. But obviously, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a term yeah. that is worldwide. Um, I thought that, that, that was jarring to me as well. I, I didn't pick really that up. That's really funny. I thought that was really What funny. do you reckon the person who's typing out the, um, the subtitles is like, crap, what do I do with this? Yeah. Like, this English audience, do yeah. I, like, oh. I thought that was cool. Um, another scene I really like, like, so there was a lot of scenes with um, Marcel and Carlos sort of facing off against each other. And there was this scene where they're leaning across the table towards each other. And then, like, the camera starts zooming in and right at the other end of the table, you got Jose sitting there. And he sort of had, like, um, he had his hands joined together. And it was like he was just watching this, like, sort of, like, glee, like, mm-hmm. how, where is this going to go? And I felt like that sort of, to- as an audience, you're like, I'm the same as Jose. I'm like, I'm really intrigued really? with where this is going. Yeah. I thought that was really cool as well. I also liked, and it's only a little thing, was that, you know, kind of, they all, at the start, they all sat down in, in the seats, and every time they got up for some reason, they all sat back, sat, sat back down in different seats. They were always constantly moving. Like, they didn't have their own set seats. I think the first time Carlos was sitting, let's say, on, on the left side, and, and, and they got up again, and he sat down, I think, in, in the seat that Lewis was sitting in. So then they all moved around. They always were constantly changing seats every time they got up. Didn't even, like that. didn't even click on that. So that's two of my favorite shots probably go to what you were talking about. The first one when, um, when Carlos was explaining to everybody why Lewis should be the one you choose because he's the one who's going to struggle with someone else being in jail. Mm. He walks from one side of the table to the other and it's the three of them on one side and Lewis on the other side. Isolating like, him. Brilliantly done. Yeah. And then right near the end when, um, when Marcel is kind of losing it and Carlos and Vero are saying, we'll give him our shares. We'll give him 14% each and he's got 51% and Marcel's like, you can't do that. They all walk on one side of the table and Marcel's on the other side of the table and it's literally the tables have turned. Mm. It was so, it was just, it's an easy thing to do, but it's so good just to show who's in power. And we spoke about the script and how good that was being, I don't know who wrote the screenplay, but obviously the screenplay added massive like amounts to this as well because the positioning of the characters throughout was just perfect in telling really the story. Really good. Really um, good. I've a couple of lines of dialogue that sort of I thought were, were good. Um, so there's like that, the argument between Vero and um, Marcel about his misdemeanors with, mm-hmm. you know, other women, that sort of stuff. And he's like defending himself with his choice, you know, saying that his wife wanted to be a mother and she didn't because she had no maternal instinct. This was never going to end well. I was like, oh, that, that's like... As soon as he said the circumstances have changed, oh. she wanted to be a mother. I was like, oh, don't go there. This is not going to end well. D- don't say you it, You were too ambitious. Don't say you it. Oh, no. yes, if you actually say that to someone's mm. face, yeah. like hurtful. And then, and then her response, like... Because he was scrambling. Yeah, and I, but I liked her response where, you know, she's like, oh, I'm going to tell your wife that we've been screwing for 15 years. And he's like, oh, she's not going to believe you. And then she's like, oh, I've got photos. Yeah. She's like, a dick is a dick. It's like, oh my God, that's not a bad, not a bad comeback. That was, that was good. Um, and I spoke before about, there was like, Lewis was smoking throughout the, the film. And um, I liked towards the end where, you know, he's like, there's a warning on the packet saying, you know, you smoke, you could die. It's up to you. And then he's like, imagine if everything had those warnings. And it was like a really nice, was yeah, it was a yeah, nice yeah. little it was good. smack. And it's like, you know. You, you, you guys are meant to be my friends and you've all let me down. And I think that again just sets up Lewis. He's the one guy that the director wants you rooting for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh-huh. true. You, you maybe turn me a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, last thing I want to say is um, the, the scene at the end where they've come to the decision, Lewis is going to take the fall. They've got this real high angle shot of the, the camera looking down at the table and you can see everyone around the table and they all just look so glum and just like down and out. 
and he's slowly like he's like opening his laptop ready to, to log on before obviously we get the mm. phone call and it was like really prolonged the camera just stood there for a bit and I really like that it was good. to the point when the phone call came and he's like Lewis Lewis stop and then it's like we're off the hook initially I was like ah that's a cop out I wasn't happy with it mm. I, I straight away I'm like nah you can't do that this has all got to lead to something but directly after that when Jose walks off and then they're, they're all sitting at the table, that final shot, and they're all just sort of sitting there. I was like, that is brilliant because here we are thinking this whole thing is about who goes to jail. But it's not about that at all. It is all about like the ramifications of this mediation mm-hmm. and what's going to happen. I, I, that was you, you've I, literally answered one of the questions I had because I was like, was the ending a bailout for everyone involved? It oh, was oh, until oh, that final oh, shot. And then oh, I, I, I thought it was a cop out still. Like, no, I'm like, mm-hmm. the, is the, the consequence is the breakdown of all their relationships. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was. Like that, yeah. You can't go, like, obviously, so many things were said, like that, that they can't go back to how it was. I, I still did feel it was a bit of a cop out. I would have preferred one goes to jail and they didn't get that phone call. So I thought about that. Mm-hmm. I and mean, if he goes to jail, that final scene, and I was literally sitting there smiling like, this is perfect. Like, look at this situation they've got themselves in that they wouldn't have been in if they didn't have to fight so desperately. If one of them goes to jail, it's not like that. They, they don't have that because the three of them are like, we probably one, but they're also going to stick tight because they're like, we've been through this together. Someone's in jail. We've got to sort this out. Now it's like, we turned on each other how the hell are we going to run this business? Yeah. And I, I, I kind of preferred that, which I didn't know I preferred until I just watched them sitting there. I love that shot so much. That's great. What if you had a click send and then they got a phone call? That would have been good. <laughs> that, that, that would have been really good. That would have been a very different movie. Could have been to a sequel. Very different movie. You could still have a sequel. Um, anything else that stood out or can we look at what sort of maybe we didn't like? I've No, honestly, no. The, 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 that was pretty much my one thing I didn't like. I, I, I would have preferred the ending yeah. of them going of one of them going to jail um, just to, to have that but yeah other than that I've got my cool. usual uh, product placement update can either of you guess what the what the brand was what were they drinking nah it wasn't wasn't the drinks it was there was the fridge, a vending machine the fridge door oh come on the fridge door smeg we saw it twice and I was just like oh, <laughs> I know I've, I've got this this eye that annoys me <laughs> like watching this video at work today you've got to have a brand 13 minute, minute video at work and I was like you guys have broken so many copyright laws it's not funny <laughs> by putting all these brands in anyway um, we, you guys spoke before and you liked the orange analogy mm. oh I did I did to me Sorry. a few of the analogies just didn't sit well like the orange analogy and everyone wanting the juice I was like yeah okay the gun okay so the gun as well I was like the gun analogy you know I feel like that that analogy turned out alright because you know, Lewis was sort of defending himself and he was saying, you know, Carlos is wrong. You know, he's like, he thinks I won't pull the trigger, but I would. He's like, I'm not as good a person as, as everyone thinks he was. But I, I didn't think it was an issue of him being a good person. I thought it was more about whether he was weak and scared rather than whether he was, um, you know, you know, bad enough to pull a gun. It was just like, maybe he's more of that. He's a little bit chicken, really. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I think it's more about not as whether he could pull the gun. It's, it's he'd have the guilt afterwards and not be able to handle the guilt from what that action would cause. Going back to the orange analogy though, yep. that comes back perfectly because Jose says, you know, if it's about not who wants the orange. It's like, you might want the skin, yeah. you might want the juice. And at the end of the day, that's exactly what happened. Lewis is going to go to jail, but what does he get out of that? 
And I'll hold. Well, exactly. He gets the money, which is effectively something else. So and the peel because he gets half the business. Well, these guys might get part of the orange, but he's still getting a part of it as well for his, you know, Hmm. sacrifice. Beyond like the the chess analogy with each piece and how each piece represented each person. I I wondered if that was like a a mediation tactic to do a mediation school or whatever. Like, was it was it Jose that suggested to get the chess board? Yes. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Mm, interesting. It's um, fascinating. I don't know enough about chess to know the uh, what the pieces do. Pieces so do. when they pick pieces, I was no, like, Ugh. yeah. The, the pieces had nothing to do with it, though. I felt like they just picked a, a piece. <clears> but uh, I thought they were supposed to pick a piece that really reflected them. But then he asked him just to explain like about the person just using that piece. I don't. I don't really feel like they used. It was kind of you know they did at the start. The so piece the, they chose was about them though. First thing, except for maybe for the first thing the Vera, they said about everyone. The they said like this. This piece does this and this and this, and that relates to her because of this and mm. this, and then that's when you learn more and more yeah. about the character well, they went out. In that case, then I, I just didn't really like that kind of explanation of how they yeah. did it with the chess pieces. I didn't really think it fit that well with the chess yeah. pieces. Yeah, it wasn't perfect, but it was enough. So I've got a, a connection to a couple of other um, episodes that we've done before. Ooh. Carlos makes a big reference. He says he gets things done because he has the biggest balls. <laughs> so I was like, oh. What other movies have we have we had with lots of balls in them? Oh, like the mascots. <laughs> <laughs> and the do-over? Yeah, the I just do-over. Thinking the do-over. Yeah, 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 the do-over as well. Sack. So there you go. There's the, there's the, the balls references. I was like, oh, wow. We're, <laughs> yeah. we're getting a lot of balls references. All right. <laughs> so, I don't know. I, said, I was just thinking about that. As that well. was an interesting one. <laughs> Things. Motives. Motifs. What, what? There's lots to talk about in this, I think. There is, isn't there? Mm-hmm. Um, Hit us up with some. Someone, someone start off the discussion. How badly do you value your own happiness over yeah. the people you care about? Because they, they all, they're all friends and they all had like yeah. really deep relationships with each other. Yep. But geez, they turn quick and it's a good question. Like what would mm. you do if you're in the same situation? So it's like mm. almost um, betrayal versus loyalty. Yeah. yeah that's so a much better way yeah. mm. would, you, would you throw a friend under a bus if it meant that you got to stay alive? You saved yourself. Yeah. 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 You saved yourself. Um, yeah, it's a real tough one but I think they did a really good job of showing this throughout I think like, that's why film. I think people gloss over the fact that why some films are so much more popular than others because they have these underlying themes that people don't even notice them half the time mm. but like we, we talked about a film recently Mascots and one of the biggest issues was we couldn't pick a theme in it like we, we didn't know what, what message they were trying to tell and I don't think you need to look deeply at a film to still be touched by the themes of it and this did it just so seamlessly mm. I felt like it was trying to say that open communication will lead to a resolution. Like without them sitting there talking throughout that whole film, because they kept saying at the start, we've been sitting here all day already. Yeah. We've been sitting here, haven't yeah. gone anywhere. So you bring someone in and you, you use someone to help with that communication. In the end, it did come. they did have a resolution. Even though they didn't need that yeah. resolution, they still had a resolution. So yeah. I, I felt like that was trying to promote, hey, if you talk about things in life rather than, yeah. than other things, then I thought that was That's cool. really relatable too, just from a practical point of view, when you get stuck on something. Yeah. Sometimes what you would do is bring in some fresh eyes. or Just to talk about it with someone else yeah. and, and get their perspective or get them to help the flow. So there was something on IMDb that I think we all picked up on. Mm. Yeah. Um, we didn't pick up on it. IMDb picked IMDb up on it for us. IMDb picked up on it for us. Who wants to Heath go for it? Hit us up. Uh, well, the the big thing. So the big thing was that over the course of the film, each character takes off a layer of clothing to signify how they've been driven to show their true colours. All except Marcel, the CEO, who stays in his manipulative, controlling self throughout the film, revealing nothing new about his true character. 
All right. So, what did you guys did you guys notice this throughout the film? I noticed. I noticed they're taking clothes off. Two of the three taking their clothes off, and I, I went, "Oh, okay, they're they're taking their clothes off." I didn't I didn't realize until I read it that all three of them had. Yeah. I but I did notice. Yeah, two of them had. I love yeah. the wording there of being driven. Yeah. To show their true show, colors. Yeah. They were forced into it, and it was it was heated. So taking their clothes off felt right. It was mm. a physical. It was. Yeah, they were all to a heated. Mm. So I only you've got that, a different take on this. Yeah, I only saw that after I'd seen the film. So I picked it's up like, on like heater. I picked up on two people taking their clothes off. The first one I picked up was um, so um, Marcel and um, Vero were talking in the bathroom. She was washing yeah, her face, and then Carlos comes in, and Carlos takes off his. Oh, but she takes off her thing just before that. She takes off mm. her thing, and then Carlos comes in and takes off his jumper. And I thought. Okay, this means he's going to get more revved up. He's yeah. getting hot and he's ready to, to fire up even more. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I took from that. Okay. But then, as towards the end, Vera's sitting on the table and she takes her earrings off as well. She does, yeah. So I was like, this is like almost a second she's ready to, yeah. to go even further. And I was thinking, I was taking it more as a, you know, and I guess it still ties in with revealing themselves, but it was like, she's getting ready to, to attack even yeah. more. Um, which she did, I guess, yeah, in that final scene with Marcel, yeah, when she was threatening. Like that, so, yeah. Um, yeah, I thought that was cool. We should double check. Obviously, according to IMDb, Lewis took some, took some, took some clothing, clothing off. Like I, that was the one that I didn't pick up on. I mean, at the end, at the end, he's wearing that t-shirt, and now I think about it, You're maybe right, he, he was wearing, wearing a jacket. Black, he was wearing a jacket when he walked in, a black jumper sort of thing for most of it. Oh, At the end, he was wearing like a band T-shirt. I'm pretty yeah, sure. He was. I, I, yeah. So I, I reckon he was wearing a jumper. He must be wearing a jumper or a jacket when yeah. he walked in. I guess he probably took it off straight away because he was weakened straight away. Maybe. <laughs> um, I, I like this sort of theme of claustrophobia as well. So mm. I spoke before about the cage at the start, but mm. literally you, it was filmed in all in the one location, and that just reflected how all the characters were feeling that whole film. They were stuck. They were trapped. They were trapped. They yeah. were trapped, not just physically, but also based on their previous actions and the outcome mm. of this. They were trapped until they could yeah. resolve this. So I like that. Where one of them would remain trapped. Yeah, realistically. Um, and, you know, the, that jail analogy as well is almost mm. yeah, talking about that as well. Um, the, the, the constant talk throughout the film about um, everyone having the same responsibility. There was a two or three times where there was a question that like, we all have the same res- responsibility. But realistically, I don't think they, I feel like they all had different responsibilities in their own minds. Yeah. yeah. So while they were happy to agree in front of Jose and say, yeah, we've all got this joint. In this this, thing, yeah. I think each of them had their own thoughts that I've done more. On, on, on kind of where the hierarchy was. Like, yeah. yeah. Like I've done more than you, so I'm higher than you or you've done less than me. Yeah. Or, like I think when, when Carlos was saying to Lewis, like, yeah, you know, you're the you're the CTO. There's no one that could do what you do, but you haven't done anything for like, what was it, three or five years or something. Yeah. Like, yeah, you you initially made this product, but you've done nothing since so, then. Yeah, And I love that it, it, there were so many questions as to why you should go to jail. Like one of them was mm. just like, what do, you, what do you give to the business? One of them is, would you cope in jail? One of them is like, what are you leaving behind? And mm. because it's true, like if you're in this situation... You, you got to go through what's all the, the answer? Like, yeah. what, sorry, what's the question? Mm. What's the one reason why we should send one of us to jail? Yeah, yeah. So the others. If you've got kids, if you're yeah. yeah, yeah. And that's what Vera tried to do with the chessboard pieces. And yeah. she's like, all right, what are all the categories? Mm. Um, just talking about Vera, I, I liked that there's like this little smack a little bit on Spain and their tax system as well. Like the whole the whole <laughs> setup of the film was that's they, why they did it. They did yeah. tax fraud because. Yeah. And, you know, she complained about, you know, how much hard work she does yeah. for such a little payoff. And she has to pay more tax than everyone because of that. And I like that little, that little yeah. um, critique. I, I liked it also because she was saying it wasn't about the money being taxed. It was about her time being taxed mm-hmm. as well. Where's the yeah. value? value. Mm. Where's the value in working hard and being successful? Yeah. yeah. 
Um, last one that I've got is Lewis at the end says, nobody is free. I really liked that because even though one of them, they were trying to decide if one goes in, doesn't matter if the other three went out, they were never going to be free. Lewis, moral compass, told yeah, you. Yeah, mm. you, you. You're building this case for me. You told yourself to say. I did, I know, I did, <laughs> I did. All right. Hey, so Jose walks out and says, I'll see you Monday. Yeah. Yep. I've got that down, yes. Yeah, because he's going to work there now. Yeah, so that... I think I kind of, I, I thought I picked up on that at the start. Like, cause they, they said something like, we want to, you know, make you more invested in, um, mm. in the company to make sure you mediate well, I yeah. guess. So he got a job there. Well, <laughs> yeah. that was the thing they said, you know, we're, we're paying you for tonight and here's a contract. Like if, 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 yeah. if we're happy with you, then you'll work, then you'll work for us. If, if we're not happy or you don't like it, then it's just for one night. But yeah, that, that was, I think from the start they said that, like, yeah, like thought that, if, if you're good, what does he do? then you start. Is he mediate? Well, they were going to set up a mediation department. That was what they were yeah. doing. Oh, they did, didn't yeah. they? They said, like, in the next... Yeah, that's yeah. our next... Yeah. Um, you're right, you're right. But I like that because him saying on the way out, I'll see you on Monday, does that mean he's just as hungry as all of them for money? Because realistically, if I sat in a room with them for an hour and a half and knew how they were, I'd be like, screw this, I'm not working with you guys. It'd be think... pretty interesting to come to work on Monday, though, and see, <laughs> and see how it went. But he made it really clear whether... To the audience, he made it really clear that he was very hungry for money. Mm-hmm. And you, you picked up on that early. Really? So... At the start, he made a comment. He's like, you know, um, the mediation will end when one person is decided upon to make the transfer. So they did decide on that. On did he say, did he say that, or did he say when he makes the transfer? Well, yeah, is it I actually think, making or decide? Or I, th- I thought when it was decided upon, when everyone agreed, when everyone agreed that one person would make the transfer. So yeah. it was important that everyone had to agree on agreed. it. And they did in the end, didn't they? they yes. Yeah, they all agreed. Yeah. So his job's realistically done with it. Mm. But really interesting. So after the credits. There's a there's him getting into a taxi yeah. and him sitting in a taxi. The whole time. What is he thinking about in that taxi? Is he thinking, I'm not coming back on Monday? I, I think he's just trying to take... Like I think that was trying to be like a reflection of how the audience feels after that. Mm, it was an exhausting process. He was sitting there just trying to process what happened, yeah. really, I reckon. Cool. I, think, I think he comes back Monday. I think he realizes how lucrative this company is and he can get a slice mm. of it. Because if, if you don't include that scene with him getting in the taxi, you leave it saying, okay... He's coming back. back. Yeah, he's coming back. Whereas you show that, you show that scene with him in the taxi, it's like, why? You're showing that because he's thinking about something. So I think he's human. I think that shows that he's human human. and he it took its toll on him. Hmm. I think he's definitely coming back Monday. I I think he really wants he wants that money. When when he said I would go to jail for a lot less money than that, I was like, I wouldn't have even answered that if I was you. (laughs) Um so what did we take away from the film? What was, like, why did we think it was good, why it was bad, and, like, a little summary, I guess? I think we mentioned this before. I thought the, um, the, the, it was the perfect length of the movie. That was one of the big things. It was really well-paced. Um, you know, they didn't cut anything out that they should have put in. There wasn't really anything you, you needed to put in to make it longer. I, I, was, you were, I was kind of fixed on it from the start. I, I just really loved how much I enjoyed it, and the ride was just really easy, really just a good-length film. And it's very, it's all very relatable. Like, not that we've been in that exact position, but the moral dilemmas that they have to go through. As an audience member, you're thinking about it the whole time. Like, what would I do? What should they do? What's the right answer? And you just, and they take you along for the ride so well. Um, I also love character-driven dialogue dramas. Like, very different movie. I love like Before Sunrise, Before Sunset, Before Midnight. Very, very different movies, but it's all dialogue. The whole film is just based on dialogue. Even like a movie like Exam, which is probably quite similar to this, where they're literally sitting in a room the whole time having to do an exam. 
they're very interesting films. I like films that where the character is purely driven by dialogue. And like Tall Angry Men, we're talking about. Exactly. Yeah. Just something like that. It's, it's, it's really, it's really gripping viewing. Yep. Like to, to watch them all interacting. Yeah. Yeah, and if yeah. it's done well, these characters mm. yeah. kicked ass. Yeah. Like, like the, I struggled a little bit to start with the heavy dialogue, but you needed that because yeah. it was a short film, like we said, and you know it, it was needed to develop these characters because they were so well developed in such a short film. It was, yeah, it was really well made. Yeah. Any recommendations about watching this film? I, this is a. Ma- I would I would recommend this to anyone. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. The amount of people who say, "Hey, you guys are doing a, a Netflix forum. Uh, sorry, a Netflix um, podcast. What Netflix movies should I watch?" This definitely, is definitely going watch on top this of the list one. Now. Yeah. yeah, I reckon this would be awesome to sit with actually a bunch of mates and watching it because you'd be looking at your mate going, "Oh, would you, yeah. do, this? Would you do this to me? Would, <laughs> is this something that you do? Like, would you would you rat me out like that?" Or that, that's what's so good about these characters is that I think everyone knows someone who can who's like, hey, "You're a little bit like him. You're a little bit like him. You're a little bit like her." Like. That was they're so believable those characters. Yeah. Any other questions or anything that you feel like we could ask each other? I obviously I don't want to ruin nah, what your question is, but I mean you could ask the obvious one. Who do you think should have gone to prison? Who should have taken the fall? Come on, Jesse. Taken the fall. Who who who, who should have gone to prison? Said, um, like as in based on a vote or someone actually saying, "Hey, I'm happy to take the fall myself." No, just you watching it. Yep. Who do I think based on your personalities? Who do you think should have gone? Yeah. Marcel. MJ? Yeah, but he's got a kid. Well, based on how this comes out, he's probably not going to have much access to that kid anyway. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> you know they, what? They're going to Montreal. Right? There, was a, there was a period where I was watching this where I thought this was going to be a big scam that Jose had signed something that he didn't look at and they were going to make him do it somehow. Oh. I was thinking that could have happened at one point. Jose. Send Jose. That's what I thought they were going to do. That's why I'm like, this is sneaky. They've got a guy in. Um, no, nah, I was okay with, with Lewis, the way mm. this, in the circumstances. When he comes out and he's got 51% of the business, I was actually okay with that. Yeah. I thought Marcel. Marcel. Oh, good. I agree. Yeah. I like it. Um, um, more like, he's the, he was the CEO. He's the leader. Yeah. I think he should take the responsibility. So you're basing it purely on that though? I am, yeah. I'm, so yeah, not based on, but, but based on the discussion and stuff. Just I guess based on it all, watching it, I thought that the the leader and CEO should have taken the fall. So yeah, that's why that's, that's why it's so interesting. There's so many factors about who should go to. Prison. Oh, absolutely, yeah. But, but I mean, the big factor is yeah, he, he's got a kid, so it's hard to send yeah, in there. So I, I feel guilty about that. Who's going to run the business? Exactly. Like, but um, yeah. Um, I want to ask. So, are the words and dialogue as effective as violence and blood and gore in a film? Because these guys were brutal to each other. Yeah. I, I feel like that this film, like, yeah, like, I felt like the... They can be. they can be. were just as... It was amazing. awesome, but it, you don't elicit the same, you know, if you see someone get punched in the face and, you know, you hear their skull crack or something like that. It's a mm. different viewing experience. But I, I feel like the good films with, like, action films, the good films don't actually show you physically on the screen the actual violence. They're the ones that, like, have the cut where you know what's going to happen, but you don't actually see it. So, you're like, I feel like the dialogue's like... I prefer to watch this any day of the week, but I'm not a huge action fan. But I think it elicits different... Like, you can you can watch a gory film and, you know, feel a different emotional state than you do by feeling hearing what they were saying to each other. Um, the director said... The aim is to get people to relate to the characters and to consider what they would have done in their place. He did it. I, and I love that. It works, absolutely. It. He, yeah, really he definitely achieved his goal then. Because... Oh, no, what was his name, Roger? Not Roger. <laughs> yeah, Roger. Roger? Yeah, the yeah, director was called Roger. Roger. Roger Guau. Yeah, Guau. 
Guel. Roger. Was that French? On your Rog. All Rog. right, so. Rog. Are we ready to move on to our, our ratings? Yeah, I think we've yeah. squeezed yep. everything out of this. Oh, yeah. I think we're, we're pretty good with these ones because yep. um, I'll start off and I think that, um, you know, I, like I said before, I love the camera work. I thought the tension was really good. The character development was really good. So I'm going to give it three and a half out of five. Mate, for me, <clears throat> pardon me, as I said, I love seeing character-driven films that rely on dialogue to tell the story. I love that this situation could lend itself to being such a gripping narrative. It's a great script, great direction, and performances by actors who completely bought into their role. I really wanted to give it four stars, <laughs> but I just shied away because, A, I don't think this movie will stay with me like other great four-star films might. Mm-hmm. And B, I reckon that a re- repeat watching would be less compelling. Um, but really good, highly recommendable movie, three and a half stars. Good. Very nice. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed this film. It hooked me early on and the pace just kept me enthralled the entire journey. The interaction and the dialogue between the characters was great and had me intrigued the entire time about who would ultimately take the fall. Three and a half stars all around. That one's a real trick one to work out our average. <laughs> so this is, the, is that the second time we've all given the same? Based on donation, I think yeah. our first. Donation, we all gave four. This one we've all given three and a half. I reckon that's this. I don't think we've ever done it. I mean, the second movie, we've all we all agreed, which is pretty impressive. It's three and a half. That's a that's a great score. Good score. So we've had a pretty lengthy discussion. This is getting close to one of our longest episodes. So thanks for sticking with us. Um, and that's why it's going to be tricky for me to come up with something really special as a question. So. I think we've, we've touched on this, but um, what would you do if you were in one of the characters' places? So that's what we're going to go with. Um, and But if you've got any answers to anything that we've said at all today... Could be a question a day this uh, week. Massive. Hopefully you're listening to this on the first day it's come out. And keep, keep an eye on our social channels. I'm gonna, we're going to do it. We're going to do a question a day this week. I'm still thinking film. about who I'd recast for an American <laughs> that's yeah. one of Hollywood production. That's one of them. I'm still thinking that about that. Well. Um, so yeah, we are on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at Flix Forum look out this week while we have lots of posts about all the things we've yeah. spoken about um, please do subscribe um, give us a 5 star rating Apple Podcasts Spotify wherever you can hear us next week we're going to be looking at an action comedy film from 2016 The True Memoirs of an International Assassin directed by Jeff Wadlow starring our favourite Kevin James Kevin James, James Zulay Hanau Andy Garcia Maurice Compete. Callan Coleman, Andrew Howard, and Rob Riggle. So I've been eyeing off this one since as soon as we started. Oh, yeah. I, I'm, very, I'm very much looking forward I can't, to seeing this. I can't this. believe you just filled off more act, more actors than <laughs> you did for this movie. <laughs> yeah, let's be honest. It's Kevin James or Bust. <laughs> this this could um, go down <coughs> like all our Adam Sandler films, I feel. Ah, what? Middle of the Road? Ooh. They're all right. Yeah? All right. I'm, I'm up for did the challenge. Did you call Adam Sandler one's Middle of the Road? <laughs> I think I gave the duo over three starts. Did you? Yeah. Ooh. So let's let, I'm looking forward again. to our discussion next week. This is going to be great. Um, Can't wait. So, as usual, that was awesome. This movie was, rocks. Yeah, yeah. So if you if you feel like that you need a film to to chill out with a short one, only got a small amount of time, get on board and, and seventy seven minutes. So we need nearly as long as this episode. <laughs> <laughs> We've almost spoken as long as the, the film. So Perfect. thanks for joining us as usual. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Bye bye.